Hello everyone, this is your host Ramakrishna from Usha Investment Group LLC. Welcome back to Multifamily AP360, the show where we discuss 360 degrees views on mindset, passive and active multifamily investing. For those who are looking for tips, strategies, best and challenging experiences. Also, I request you to share it with those who might benefit and leave a rating and review. Today's our guest is Vikram Raya from Viking Capital. Welcome, Vikram. Hi, Rama. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, Vikram. Thank you very much. How about you? Fantastic, fantastic. Excited to be here, my friend. Awesome. A little bit about Vikram. Vikram is a trained cardiologist and functional medicine, uh, medicine physician. He's an international speaker, high-performance coach, and avid real estate investor. He has been active in multifamily real estate since 2015 and is a founding partner and CEO of Viking Capital Investments. As a real estate private equity firm, Viking Capital is approaching 4,300 units and 600 million of assets acquired. Ikram has raised over 100 million in private equity from high net worth individuals, doctors, and other professionals around the country who want to achieve true wealth and diversify their income. He recently gave a keynote lecture at the CNN headquarters in Atlanta with Dr. Mehmet Hood and entrepreneurship. He is also is the recipient of the prestigious Outstanding 50 Asian Americans in Business Award on Wall Street. So with that, Vikram, you want to add anything to your background? <laughs> no, no, thank you. No, uh, um, been able to do things, you know, in my profession of medicine and then been blessed to do things outside of medicine, you know, as well. So, uh, yeah, it, it's just fun to just see, you know, how to help, you know, investors, how to help, you know, clients, how to help people just up level to the next next thing. And, you know, since we, me and you both share a common mentor in uh, Trevor McGregor, it's been great to have people in my life who've up leveled my mindset to achieve, you know, big things. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, thank you for sharing that. So uh, you are busy cardiologist, and so what? What is the reason behind uh, uh, choosing multifamily as we did? I don't know if I chose multifamily or multifamily chose me, but I, I was doing you know my profession of cardiology for almost a decade. I loved taking care of patients; it was so much fun. Um, I just started pursuing other side interests because I wanted to not make you know I, I read a statistic that really you know inspired me. The average multimillionaire has nine streams of income. I was like, all right, I want to build other streams of income. And so I started doing single family real estate and eventually progressed to multifamily. And it just, um, it's, it's just been a journey. And I've learned a lot, you know, because in medical school, they don't teach you entrepreneurship. And, you know, you've had to learn things, you know, the hard way. So uh, that was a, it was a nice journey. And I did it initially just for myself and my family. And then I wanted to do it for tax reasons, you know, to be able to be more tax efficient. And then uh, pretty soon friends and family wanted to know what, what we were doing. And so we're helping those folks. And then pretty soon we, I met my partner who's a doctor uh, and he was doing real estate. And then we got together and we like, can we do this on scale? Can we do it larger? Can we help more people? And we formed Viking Capital to do just that. And, um, you know, our first deal uh, we've done is 2015 and, you know, Seven, eight years later, you know, we're, we're, you know, approaching about $600 million of real estate transacted upon. So it's, it's, it's a night, it's, it's been a, it's been a good journey. Awesome. And thank you for sharing that. And so your company almost seven plus years old and almost 4,300 units, 600 millions. So any, so what are the key lessons you have learned? Uh, would you share your success formula? Uh, key lessons are finding someone who's already done what I want to do and getting them as a mentor or advisor and emulating what they're doing. So I believe in the three I formula Rama. Number one is imitate. 
I find people and, and, and see what they're doing and do similar, something very similar. Then I iterate. I improve on what people are already doing in, in, in the field or industry that I'm trying to pursue or dominate. And then at some point, I know enough. I've learned enough. I've become a master enough that I can start innovating. I go in a completely different direction than anyone else has ever done. And I make it completely my own. So that's imitate, iterate, and innovate. Awesome. Awesome. What is your investment philosophy? Buy good deals in good markets with growth demographics that are increasing, good employment, and then market it well to my investor base. And then take care of business by really, you know, executing the business plan in a swift and efficient manner, and then selling the asset for a profit and always believe in good, uh, almost over communication to your investors so they know exactly what's going on. And treat your investors like gold because that's what they are. Yeah, so true. Share any one personal learning that has played a part in creating massive impact and powerful shifts in your own life. I have to be a master of my own mindset uh, because weeds grow automatically. If I don't pull those weeds out consistently, then doubt, worry, uncertainty, fear creep in. And because of that, you can make poor decisions. Uh, you don't execute fully. You don't take the utmost action. And then you communicate to your team weakness and worry and concern, and then they don't perform. And then that also translates to your investors and, and your business partners and your um, the brokers and everything else. So it's you start with yourself. You lead yourself first, then you can be a good leader to others. Yeah, got it. Yeah. So everything starts with, you know, from individual. So you might have faced a lot of challenges. So would you share any biggest challenge you have faced and how did you overcome this? The, one of the biggest challenges I faced was when we were in, uh, on our uh, fifth deal, fifth or sixth deal, um, it was bigger than what we've ever done before. And we brought on a partner uh, to help us because we needed the net worth um, requirements and we also needed the equity, you know, and this partnership didn't turn out very well. Their interests were not in line with ours. We also didn't have full, you know, full operational control of the deal. And because of that, uh, we, were, we, were, we were unable to execute our business plan as efficiently as we normally do. And it was a lesson to learn of, you know, now that being said, multifamily is very forgiving and we ended up still, you know, yielding a profit for our investors. But um, it, was a, it was a difficult and painful experience. We had to switch property management companies. We had to, you know, deal with tenants issues that we normally wouldn't have had to deal with. We, are, we had, you know, crazy amount of partnership discussions that were unnecessary because normally me and my partner know what we're doing. We're very quick and we execute, you know, very fast and we take care of business and we, you know, stabilize asset and then start getting cash flow and then, you know, sell it in a couple of years for profit and move on. This was just very drawn out, very long, very tedious. And it was due to selection of one poor partnership and number two, giving up operational control on the deal. Got it. Yeah. Thank you. And what is your take on current market situation? Like, you know, inflation, interest rates, and, you know, affordable, all this stuff. Great, great question, Rama. Uh, number one is uh, I'm excited about the, the future of multifamily real estate. I'm excited about the uh, pullback in the real estate markets because for firms who know what they're doing, this is a great buying opportunity. For people who don't know what they're doing, this is where people fear and sit on the sidelines. I've been through enough market cycles to recognize an opportunity. And this is one. The fundamentals are still good in terms of 
where I invest is in the Sun Belt, right? There's positive growth, positive demographic shifts. Um, overall, net migration is increasing in these markets, such as in Atlanta, um, parts of Florida, Phoenix, Austin, Texas, you know, some, some places in Carolina. Number two, higher interest rates means that the amount of leverage you can, you know, take on a deal sometimes is decreased. And what that means is you have to bring more equity to the deal, which overall can potentially be safer, but the pricing is now being adjusted. So in the, the super hard market we were in the last year and a half, you know, where literally you have to pay 10, eight to 10% above guidance is now, now you get to pay eight to 10% below guidance. So now we're getting relative, relatively good discounts and you know, cap rates have trended up just a touch. And this is all good because, again, this is we're getting deals at rel- a relatively discount. Next point is um, there's about ten trillion dollars of equity uh, and liquidity that is looking for yield. Uh, this money was created, some of it by the Federal Reserve, by them, you know, printing more money as stimulus, and it's also a lot of foreign foreign money looking for a home. And so this this institutional money is going to be crashing into the U.S to find yield because in the stock market, it's very volatile. Crypto is still unproven. And so there's very few places where there can get uh, solid yield. And so U.S. real estate is one of them. And within U.S. real estate, they're one of the safest and most conservative investments that still gives a good yield is industrial and multifamily. And since we are situated in the multifamily space, and we're buying in the right markets where there is still value to be had, um, we look forward to the opportunity for what's going on. And then last point is inflation. In, in, in asset classes where there's shorter term lease up periods, such as multifamily, the inflation allows the rents to go up and we adjust for rents to go up and that drives the NOI of the value up. So inflation helps multifamily. Got it. Yeah, yeah, totally agree on that. Thank you for sharing that. And always like multifamily fundamentals are strong. And other thing is like you mentioned, you're you know emulating and iterating and innovating. And so, what are the areas uh, you're innovating? Is there something you want to share? We have, you know, we're innovating to the point where it it causes uh, discomfort in my company. Um, but we think that's the place to go. We do a lot of experiments. We experiment in investor types of investors, you know, like, you know, general investor, or are we going after, you know, some niche investors like physicians? We we innovate in the type of uh, software we use uh, for our company. We are innovating in markets that we've not, not even approached. We're exploring new markets. Uh, I've innovated in the look and the feel of our marketing. We are changing our underwriting uh, process and upgrading it consistently. Uh, we've grown our team, so a lot of new information, new knowledge, new skill sets, all in, inside our company. Um, and so it, it, we are constantly growing, constantly innovating, and const- the goal is to push ourselves so we can you know, be one of the dominant players in the industry and serve our investors. Got it. So would you share any best multifamily investing experience so far? We have a deal that we're selling in Atlanta right now. We bought it for $53 million in January 2021. And we have offers for it for 75 to 78 million right now. So that's exciting. In 18 month period, we're going to give our investors a, a IRR return of 30% or something. And, uh, um, you know, we as our, our obviously as sponsors will do, you know, well. And um, it's overall a great success story. Awesome. Yeah. So any one advice that have impact on you? It's uh, when times are good, you should, you know, like in general, um, I regret deals I didn't buy versus the deals I did buy. So um, 
the more assets I accumulate overall, the better my life is. Awesome. And any of your personal habits that are helping you to be successful? I have a pretty uh, hardcore morning routine. I get up at 4.45 every day. I've been doing that for over a decade. Um, I have unfair advantage over most people because I have more free time in the day than most people. Number two, uh, I, I take extreme care of myself. Uh, I, I, I do strength training. I do yoga. I do meditation. Uh, I train in martial arts, including Muay Thai kickboxing. I do uh, obstacle course race events like Spartan races. I'm climbing Mount Kilimanjaro this year. So my health is elite level of health, which allows me to have more energy. Energy is the next currency for entrepreneurs to really be successful in a sustained period of time. I know many entrepreneurs are successful intermittently, but very few entrepreneurs I know are sustained period for greater than five years or even 10 years. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And any books that impacted your life and what basically? Yeah, I would say reading um, Naval Ravikant's book, The um, uh, A Guide to, wait, let me tell you the name, exact name of it. It's The Almanac of Naval Ravikant by Eric Georgenison is one of my favorite books of all time. And it just has, it's packed with wisdom. He's almost like a modern day philosopher and he's a venture capitalist, but he has practical wisdom for happiness, for wealth, and for success. Awesome. And how are you giving back to community, Vikram? Uh, I've been, I have another company called Limitless MD where I coach and mentor doctors all over the country. I help them overcome burnout. I have helped them create um, opportunities to create alternative streams of income. And I really help them achieve the, what I call the five freedoms, which is financial freedom, uh, geographic freedom, time freedom, vitality freedom, and finally mindset freedom. On top of that, I've donated to probably 50 charities over the last few years. And uh, my wife and I have a Raya Family Foundation where we're helping different uh, uh, different causes, including um, we're doing a water project in part, different parts of Africa and in India. We're doing uh, uh, we've supported a, a charity called Girl Rising, which helps uh, free um, children from going into like servitude and they bring them back into schools. Um, and so there's so many different charities we do. We also support uh, planting trees all over the country. So yeah, a lot, lot of things. And because you're successful as an entrepreneur, you have the ability to really help more people. Yeah, yeah, true. And how can listeners can connect with you? Tom? They can go to uh, you know vikingmultifamily.com and learn more about our company. And if they want to learn more how to invest with us, that'd be a great resource. Sure. And thank you, Vikram. Thanks for sharing uh, your you know success formula and also you know your uh, your views on current market situations and based on challenging experience. Thank you. Thank you, Rama. Sure. Thanks for listening to Multifamily AP360. Check out the show notes and grab the freebie on our website, ushacapital.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, share it with those who might benefit and leave a rating and review. Follow me on my social media. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time. Thank you.